Hey, what's up? And welcome to our podcast. The the Glow Minicast. It's to be determined on the name. But we today we are talking about things. <laughs> Whatever it is, let's get into it. All right. So the first subject from the first podcast time date thing. You were talking about... Stardate. Uh, yeah. Stardate Log. 1. Log 1. <laughs> Episode 1. Favorite number 1. Uh <laughs> I was just going to say, you brought up uh, Universal Audio, and I'm always crazy yeah. to talk about that because I got a discount at Sam Ash because I still teach there, and uh, and the guy was telling me, oh, you should get all these packs. It's totally worth it. And then literally when I buy stuff right after they say, hey, subscription service, you don't have to drop hundreds of dollars on this. Who does oh, that? Oh, my God. Yeah, so like a week oh, after. Oh, my God. But you just got the subscription service? Oh, yeah. Basically, there was some kind of like holiday deal or whatever that you can get three months for like 99 cents no of, way um yeah of the universal audio spark i guess i think that's what it's called and it's basically it's not a whole bunch of stuff it's like a small library of plugins and virtual instruments and whatever but you know universal audio is like top of the line stuff so it is and you don't I'm have excited to have the hard it. you don't have to have the hardware for it either for exactly your exactly so it's kind of like a it's I, I guess it's a new thing but i'm excited because i never got into plugins very heavily because i just always use stock stuff you know that comes with logic i don't know about you yeah yeah i have the stock stuff too but i this is still i'm still like blown away because you have to tell me if you've got like the distressor compressor which is my favorite compressor and i had i had to pay legit is that universal audio stuff yep it's universal audio. i mean they have the classic like um uh 1176. 1176. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. Which one are you talking about? Exactly. There's a few that I don't even know that I've never even used yet, but everyone talks about the Neve. Like, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, and I, I, which I'm going to use for our voices, the Avalon. So, uh, you know, everybody with the podcast uses that. And we already got the SM7Bs, so we're pretty much set. Yeah, yeah. We're in, we're in good shape over here. Yeah, as far as that goes, I, and even when you do have the great plugins, then you put it all together and you just realize like, oh, I still have to like match tracks or figure out the settings that are gonna are gonna work with like the drums and the and my voice and this kind of thing. So, I think I finally yeah, have I the mean, settings, and I like committing to being just Universal Audio. That's yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I, I I'm trying a couple different things because I'm getting you know more into actually understanding the benefits of having name more like name brand things on on the tracks here and um i got some by waves i know people are very split on waves waves are waves are good i just don't know like which waves i I don't even know where to get waves it's what do you mean it's a website i guess it's a company (laughs) yeah then i download it and it's like okay how do i where then you have to like download that little app oh and then yeah i gotta look up some youtube video and they say click and drag it into this folder and you know, so I'm really bad at that stuff. I'm really good at figuring stuff out when it's mm-hmm. in the computer. Mm-hmm. But at, but what have you been using uh, in the past? Have you just gone to a studio or have you just kind of put it in there? Uh, dry I've, I've and been... EQ'd it in bunch? Or? Yeah, pre- I mean, I... Um, with my, like, minimal understanding of how everything works ever since I went to, like, Rutgers and I learned some of this stuff in class and stuff. I just kind of used presets and uh, and whatever stock stuff until I did have um, one of my friends uh, worked in a studio, so I worked with him on my last song, which was awesome. Well, that's pretty But, cool. I, yeah, I'd really like to uh, kind of 
kind of do it all over here. So I gotta get I gotta get better at this at this Johns. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you think most artists remember about them starting music? And uh, although we cut the recording, meta joke time. I was saying about for me, it was when I first got a lesson from my dad, and uh, I, even though I wasn't making music. After that point, I had never had a second thought about it. It wasn't like I was like, I'm going to write music or I'm going to be the best guitar player. It's just like, oh, this makes so much sense. Like it just, I felt great because he was showing me something and I got it. And for some reason, that is my go-to thought. Like I I could reference maybe a performance or the first time I did a certain song or my guitar lessons, but none of that is as clear as that first day that he kind of showed me something and and the weird thing is the first thing he showed me was a pinched harmonic, which is not what you show somebody as their first lesson at all. I I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. So Still, so. Uh, <laughs> lessons coming next month. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a very weird thing to teach me. But anyway, it it made sense. And that was my first time where I'm like, okay. And then doesn't, didn't that just set the uh, the whole tone for your amazing knowledge on guitar see that's the thing my dad was not even like a technical guitar player he was very much you know i'll just pick it up and if it sounds good it sounds good kind of thing and he was Uh, one of these dads that played (laughs) stairway to heaven and you know all that that's my dad that's my dad (sighs) yeah no i agree with you i would say for me too it's kind of the same it's kind of the same thing i was split somewhere between piano and guitar but one of the first memories i have is just my dad um teaching me how to play like earth angel Aww. or um it's like the same chords as uh the kids in bristol i don't know if you know what that song is right i i remember he, just having him hold the guitar and having me like put my hands in the right place Aww. and he was like how old were you it. this sounds like oh i was like five maybe. that's great no i think i was 15 yeah so i started a little bit later oh wow but okay. yeah so i mean after that it clicked you really felt like okay it guitar or music, writing music. Maybe there's something music. else. Music. I think I actually initially clicked more with the piano. Okay. I would just like get on there and just like play random stuff forever. You when know. Did you write your first song? I I've always felt like you're more of a pure artist uh, than myself, just by the way you talk about music. What do you and mean? The way you're interested in music, like. And I was listening before this. I was like to get a little prepared. I was listening to your YouTube songs, and from like six years ago, you were in a band, and the singer. And it seems like you're still chasing like a certain sound, and that is, and you're kind of relentless about that. And I think that's really cool. I've jumped around <laughs> sounds so much to like dance music, to you know the Eddie Van Halen tapping stuff, to like really fast uh-huh. metal to like trying weird tones and guitars. So I'm all over the map with my, my sounds. Well, yeah. I I feel like you've always had a North star for something that you're chasing. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, you're right in that sense, but also I think it takes, it takes a lot more courage to try new things. Like I, I feel like it's just in my gut that I have to, like I have this sound in my head and I need to like make that, the way that I want it to be. And I'm always chasing that and that's cool. But I, I come up with other stuff. I just am usually too scared to do it. Do you feel like you I, had that you know? even before the guitar? I mean, we're talking five years old. So I, uh, that's, pr- I don't even remember. 10 I don't know. Old. Yeah. But no. that gut feeling, do you know where that comes from? Is that a part of you even beyond music or do you, do you find like when you wrote your first song or anything like that, that something clicked? Cause that I think is rare. And I think that's what a pure artist is when you have that, that feeling that you want to express from from inside and it kind of it has some it, it's not 
you you have your sound and you just keep discovering more of who you are in that and i think that's the pure artist and i I'm, I'm curious about that i'm curious about like did you feel something or did it come out of nowhere or it's just like oh i've never had to think about it and I, that's how i am with like playing guitar i've never had to think oh yeah. do i want to improve i've never yeah i've just oh it's just that interesting you to just me. keep going i mean yeah. it's like a train yeah that you're on right i mean uh i for myself i don't know really honestly i, I want to just see if i could find some kind of old videos or something because i don't know i was this literally like research. an infant i have no i need to research my own past i don't yeah. even remember myself maybe there's I, a I song know. in that even who knows oh whoa writing oh. credits i'm gonna it's on recording i'm gonna own these songs anyway okay no i have a question for you <laughs> all right go what is the first song that you learned on the guitar definitely was i uh, if i remember correctly i could be totally wrong i remember the first lead i learned but the first song that i learned was uh it's only love by brian adams Wow. Yeah. And Brian it was Adams. oddly hard. I don't think my dad thought very much about <laughs> whether it could be done or not. You know, it's, it does a D minor into a C chord. So it's kind of nice because uh-huh. those two kind of have the similar fingers. It's the first finger on the first fret, second yeah. finger on the second, third finger on the third. And that goes with uh, the D and the C. So that kind of worked. And then the A, uh, you can move it, you get those two. And then it's got this little slide lick, which was impossible at the time. And then we did it. And he put the recording on and we played it. This was first lesson. Oh. I couldn't believe it. He's just like, here we go. And I don't even know that. I, I don't even know how he had that ready. It was like a CD player. He just had the song. You know, it's like. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I can't believe I can even do this. And you were hooked. I, I was beyond hooked. I, I was just I didn't think there was. Nothing that built my confidence like that up until that point in my life. I never thought that I could do. Like, I never thought like I was like terrible or anything. But that was the only time where I'm mm. like, oh, I thought it and it happened. So yeah, that, that changed yeah, my life yeah. for sure. So it was definitely that's that's like um, the beginning of your self efficacy. Yeah, right. Like everybody has a thing that like proves to them that they could do something. Like when you're a kid, I feel like everything is so like wishy washy until you have proof. So yeah, I'm that still living that with singing. Is singing still new to me? So I kind of am reliving that with that. Oh, and I, I want to say this: it's probably that, or it may have been ACDC, the uh, Back in Black. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was one of those where it was in the same time period. Instant, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instant yeah. kind of like rock sound, three three chords, maybe four, kind of that feeling, and with a little little lead sort of thing in there. So, but that that. I'll never forget those those times. That it was so magical, and it's kind of a bummer. The better you get at your instrument, the less interesting it. I feel like you could get as far as quickly. Like I remember every day, it felt like, oh, here's a new chord, here's a new set of notes. This is this is crazy. And now I'm like, <laughs> all right, give me a okay, week, right. and let me let me punch in on the computer and get this arpeggio thing and figure out how. Yeah, to, yeah. Oh, let's do it backwards now. You know, so it's just it's still fun. It's just much more complicated to get it. Inspired I you know what crazy stuff. I think, not to be like hippie-ish, hippie-ish. but I, I, I really think <laughs> I really think that uh, I talk about that a lot with like my friends and my cousin and stuff in terms of just life in general. Like you ever think, oh, I remember when I was a kid, everything felt so new and fun, just like walking outside sometimes or going to a new place and you'd be like, oh, this is how like the grass is. Like every time you were learning like a new part of something, it felt like limitless and then as soon as you get stuck in it like 
I don't know. Life yeah. just becomes more mundane until, in, unless you complicate it. What do you, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Well, that I, that's, and that's actually how I like teaching so much. Cause I see people discover that most of the time. Sometimes I'm teaching people and I'm like, so what's your motivation for, uh, for learning this? And they're like, I don't know. Like you want to appease your parents, right? You just want to make them happy. Yeah. All right. I got you. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get you sounding real good, real fast and with minimal practice. You know, uh, <laughs> hope no parents are listening, but yeah, like some of them, they're just like, I just want to get by. But the people that really get in, into it, I, they look up at me and I get to relive that. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that sounds like a villain, like, yes, I bring them here so I can relive the experience through them. Rubs hands together. <laughs> I don't need to be happy when I can feed off the happiness of others, you know? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe the teaching is a worse thing than I thought, but... But really, you get to see them no. discover it in a like a light bulb goes off kind of thing, and it just feels really good. Which I'm sure anybody's like, well, duh, I'm sure that makes sense. But you gotta, if if you haven't experienced that before, then it's amazing. I remember when I first started teaching, like most people, it's just like oh, I just need some extra cash right now, and I can play guitar. And people have told me to try teaching, and my first student or first two students just didn't really want to learn. They just had parents that wanted them to learn something. And uh, I didn't feel that kind of, but when I met somebody that actually wanted it, then I, I realized that that was awesome. And also, I don't know if you know this, but I, I teach the violin and viola. <laughs> and I, I, and I did it, not know that. And it's very beginner stuff, but I'll tell you what, like the thing that made me not really believe myself in music in the beginning, cause I already played violin and viola before guitar was my teacher just kind of said, okay, you did a good job. I'll see you. He didn't really make eye contact. I didn't even know if he was really listening. And at that point, I'm like, oh, well, I'm just average. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'll always be. And, you know, he would say something if there was any chance, right? You know, and you, you just don't know growing up that some people are just punching in, doing their job and leaving. So, yeah, yeah. So it's tough to find those I mean, same serious. thing with teachers at school. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, well, 100%. You know. And <laughs> and I didn't realize that. And I didn't realize how, like, wow, I could get really good at this, you know? And I think I could have been an amazing violin or viola player, but I, I never had somebody that really kind of believed in me, you know? And uh, you kind of have to have that slight fake belief to even have a chance to get in there. And then you're like, okay, well, you improve this fast. So this is how long this is going to take. And this sort of thing. Some people are more natural than others, but everybody that's a champion, they always say it's, hey, I just put in a lot of work and this is how it ended up happening. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, how did you know that you were going to be good enough to be a teacher for other people? Well, that's the thing. Um, <sighs> I was on a date with this, this girl a long time ago. And I was showing her how to play tennis. And she's like, you're a really good teacher. So maybe that's misleading. Maybe she just thought I was cute. That's very probably bad. <laughs> maybe I'm, That was it? That yeah, was the Honestly, That yeah. was the moment. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. She was like, you're a really good teacher. I'm just like, oh, thanks. And uh, it was after that and after I had a good student and uh, and a good connection with the student that I realized, like, I, I can I can repeat this, you know. This was really early on before I had any like sales skills or really got out of college or anything like that. So, but after actually after I learned to communicate better with people and all that, I've realized that you know, hey, they might not even be that interested at first. You just need to bring out something in their personality that sparks their interest and they go from there. And and that's your goal. You're it's an, and that's why it's always interesting to me, even if it's someone that's not that into it. I'll ask the the big questions like, are you just here to make someone else happy? Sure. Well then. Let's do it that. Let's let's make it easy again and make it fun. You know, we'll touch rhythms, listen to our favorite songs, and figure out how do we make this a fun experience for you. Then, you know. Yeah, 
That's it's, great. It's like, like he, oh, you Way came to, to science <laughs> because you love science? No, you just want to pass? All right, let's pass. Well, let's let's, let's have, pass. Let's, let's pass. Let's do, let's do the best passing <laughs> ever. So, all right, you've That's asked good. me a bunch of questions. I need to get, get one for you. Let me see here. I, okay. I have a list here in, in just in case. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is actually one that's a little bit more selfish for myself because I want to know. Because you're always writing stuff and you said you have like a a million songs. And I have something to reveal to you that Mm -hmm. you might have a very big opinion on. But not yet. First, I have to hear this. Like, how do you get (laughs) re-inspired? I know it's probably a question that everybody always asks any artist. But like... I, I like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling. I sit down. I play like two things, and I'm like, up. Oh, I guess I was just feeling those two little things, nothing else. So how do you get like when you have a good two hours that you can do this? Like, how do you get re-inspired? <laughs> you know what? This is why I'm not a teacher because yeah. <laughs> I don't have clear-cut answers for these things because it's just it's just in me, like. I don't, I don't ever think of it in that way. I don't ever think, I, oh, I have two hours, let me write a song. I've never thought that in my whole life. I, gotcha. I start playing something or, or words just pop into my head and I'm like, oh, that's a fucking song. You know, I was on the phone with my mom yesterday. We were talking about some, you know, just bullshitting, whatever. I was telling her about some kind of relationship-esque drama situations. Sure, sure. And we were just kind of shooting, shooting the shit, as they say. And, yeah. And, uh, and she said something to me. Uh, I forget what it was actually, <laughs> like exactly, but it was just a good line. And I thought, oh my God, okay, I'm done. I'm ready. I'm ready to write a song. Sorry, I got to go. She goes, okay, cool. I inspired you. And then oh. I just like turned our conversation into a whole song yesterday. It was awesome. Nice. So excited about it. Then yeah. I, then I got to know this. It's just life, right? <laughs> if that happens, I got to say this. If you had to give a percentage, like 80, 20, 40, 60, 50, 50, what is the amount of songs that you get in your head based? Is it like you get the words or the music and is it all is when it's the music is it always because you're sitting down with an instrument or is you actually hear some music in your head or is it kind of all combined Ooh, no i would say if there had to be something that came first it might be the words but only by like a hair of a okay so like 55 45 because i for the most part if it's like a single word I don't continue writing until I have a sound. Like, it's singing. Uh. Like, I'm not, like, a lyric, like, only. It's, like, I have a word that has a melody to it, and then I find the chords most of the time. Like, I hear melodies in my head. I wouldn't say I necessarily hear, like, the background. You know, I have to figure that out later. (laughs) I'm I'm still learning this. I'm just getting better at writing lyrics. And for me now, I don't quite have the music in my head as I'm reading it, but I can see the emphasis of the words. Like whether it's a, you know, like a certain... It's the a, emphasis, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically percussive in this. I don't quite have the music until I have the words and then I start coming up with the BPM and maybe drums and then I'll add some guitar. I'm like, oh, okay, that's about right. So mine's a little bit more. I throw it at the wall and I hope it works, but I'm getting better at bringing words Well, guess and the, check is, you know, yeah. same thing. You can well, discover okay, all so sorts this is of what... sounds from that too. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's fun to just mess around because I, yeah, can you come up with a song if you already have like a full like music backed track and you just like I could just come up with words on top of that but it's a different process you know Mm -hmm. like I'm sitting there sorry I'm looking at my notes now and I can (laughs) see like the first line of the song I said I'm tired of this whiplash right so like maybe somebody somebody who writes songs only lyric based would not have the notes for that and somebody who maybe only plays a guitar yeah but in my head I said I I hear 
the lines of it. So I was like, I'm tired of this whiplash. Like, in that way, like, it's a melody, like, it's the pattern of it. Like, and then I kept that and I was like, don't forget this, don't forget this. And I'm driving home, like, in my That's car, so like, awesome. trying to record. I, I want to be silly and be like, guys, don't be fooled. That was on, that was a little sound bite she had ready to play. Oh, yeah. That wasn't on the oh, yeah. spot. That I've been rehearsing that for months. <laughs> For the one <laughs> waited for five six minutes in the podcast. No, uh, I I, I have the voice memo of me sitting in my car at Starbucks yesterday, awesome. and I made a whole song. So, oh, that reminds me, I have to go back to my voice memos, and there's so many riffs and stuff. But I really oh do want to bring it. I do want to bring it off the page like that. That's really cool. That makes me want to hear the song already. So, my goodness. <laughs> So, James, uh, what is new? What's happening? Tell us um, some updates. Yeah. Well, my updates are basically I'm trying to work on my voiceover, hopefully when I don't have a cold, for my guitar course. I hope everyone buys it. I'm going to price it at $69 Mimi dollars. And uh, I have this show coming up uh, in the middle of the year, so I can't believe how much I'm already obsessing over it. And uh, I'll have more details with that the next time we do this. So that's generally what I want to talk about. So, Yeah. Uh, speaking of plugging in important things, I mean, I kind of want to talk more about your uh, Christmas song, but I'll let you do your thing. What do you want to plug? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? My Christmas song. Well, I did. I did make a Christmas song, um, and that's out there. So if anybody wants to listen to that and um, enjoy it, hopefully that'd be cool. But besides that, right now I'm just working on my, I would say, like EP slash mini album that I'm making. Um, it's kind of the first project that I'm trying to hundred percent work on myself and, uh, um, it's a work in progress, you know what I'm saying? But it's every day we're chugging along at it. I don't have like a set date for when it's going to come out, but I keep posting little updates. Are there any demos or is there anything anyone can listen to now or how they can support you? Well, you know what? You can support me by following me on Instagram and I'm always giving little clips on there. I love to post stuff on my story, so keep it real, you know? (laughs) All right, so they'll go to the Instagram for you and for me. They'll also go on my Instagram because I don't have anything done quite yet. <laughs> that's our plugs. So I'm James, and I want to sell you guitar lessons. And I'm Brooke, and you can give him all your money because I just want you to listen to my music. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>